Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. This is about something that lights your fire when nothing else will. This is the Mark Devine Show. This show, we're going to discover and dive in and discuss what makes the world's most inspirational, compassionate, and resilient leaders so courageous. Transform the nature and functioning of our own brain for the better. Go put your virtues in action. Be the best version of yourself. Life is a practice. Day by day, and get wiser and stronger and grow. How do you understand enough about your own mind and psychology and emotions and how you develop a reflective awareness practice to actually get in the driver's seat of your own mind? We go in-depth with people from all walks of life. Martial arts grandmasters, meditative monks, CEOs, military leaders, stoic philosophers, proud survivors, and more. Every episode turns our guest experience into actionable insights that you can learn from and lead a life filled with compassion and courage. I started putting all these little tools in my pocket, started to reflect a lot and meditate. There has to be a balance between movement and rest. It all starts with us. We cultivate these qualities in ourselves. We become a beacon of life for others in the world. Please join us on the journey. The Mark Devine Show. Hoo-yah. Today's episode brought to you by J.B. Weld. Available, by the way, at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advance Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And proudly made in the USA. Well, what are we talking about in this show, Matt? We're getting into some Lamas stuff, what you've been doing on spending your weekends digging into... <laughs> digging <laughs> dig, into, digging, digging into, into a beer. <laughs> digging into <laughs> more than one beer. Um, and uh, and Michael Fassbender is going to be running Lamas. Yeah, we got some updates on the uh, Ford Lightning truck and the digs on Tesla. First, there's Geico. Would you love to save money on insurance? Well, of course. Who doesn't love a good deal? Well, when it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, GEICO can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even homeowners, condo, and renters coverage. Save even more with a special discount when you bundle coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-hour roadside assistance, and the switch to GEICO becomes a no-brainer. Switch today and see how you can save. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent. Get it on. Got to get on. No choice we're going to make it. Get it on. And welcome to CarCast. Matt Pearl. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. How you doing? There. Talking cars, man. Talking cars. Well, let's see. We got the turbos rebuilt for the 935. Yeah, they look good. Sent them out to Florida. It's always Florida. Uh, they rebuilt them. Uh, they put in uh, a newer generation impeller and propeller yeah i went over there and i I was talking to sean and i saw you know the cast ones uh which are heavy yeah you know and then you know look at the new fancy billet ones a little bit different design lighter weight should spool up a little faster but it's funny on these racing cars you don't really run an air filter now your car is a little better than a lot of the others because up on the fender, you have the the wire mesh kind of grill, and that's mm-hmm. the intake. Mm-hmm. But when you even just look at a little bit of the debris, if you looked at the uh, the impellers, the leading edges of those are just just like rough teeth. It's just yeah. they're all jacked out. Little debris, little pebbles, anything that gets in. Yeah, they get chewed up. 
but the billet impeller should also be stronger, mm-hmm. so it it won't it won't go as quickly like that. So yeah, it should be should be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sean was also saying the design of the new propellers and impellers instead of having I don't know twelve fins they had they sort of broke them up i don't know if 12 is the right number but they did smaller fins like in between so it was all this attempt to get it to spool up faster yeah it was a slightly different design on it uh it's just a more efficient impeller those are definitely some of the things that we've seen improvements in turbo technology over the years yeah, and speaking of uh, improvements in turbo technology, they were also saying that um, if you wanted to go with a newer, smaller design, it, it would be better. But that car, the turbos sort of hang out the bottom of it. It's mm-hmm. kind of part of the original look, yeah. you know. So what they did is they just took the original casings, I guess, and Maybe they machined it and put in a new bearing, a new seal, and, and that kind of stuff. But yeah. anyway, they just got uh, updated. I am curious if they if they machine the housings at all. Like like you said, when they do another bearing, do they put in like even a same size bearing? Is it a bigger bearing? Is it a ceramic bearing? I'm sure there was a few different options that Sean went over them with. Yeah. Um, and there may be just some limitations on the housing that they can only go so far. Yeah, but either way, they got sent out, they got rebuilt, uh, everything got sort of cleaned up and uh, power washed, I'm saying power washed, but, you know, hot tanked, I guess we used to say hot tanked, I don't yeah. know if they, I don't yeah. know, you know, everything got sort of cleaned up and re-put back on, so it's all sort of cleaned up now. You know, and it gave, it gave Sean an opportunity to, like, remove some stuff from the engine, right, and get up underneath it and double check things fittings wire connections clean up some stuff oil leaks like you know tighten some things down like just kind of give it a good run through Mm -hmm. because it's got you know it's got a few miles a couple races on it since the last time it was looked at yeah they said i can't remember if we went over this uh before but i think we did the leak down on it and the leak down was consistent but everything was kind of low and i think it was at about a hundred per cylinder and they'd like it up around 120 per cylinder but the kind of consensus was that it'll be down on power but it'll be good enough to just go out and run a time or two and then you can break it down i mean it'll it'll probably feel a little stronger than before i you know we just hope that the rebuilt turbos and the more efficiency and, you know, now it doesn't expose any other potential weak links. Mm-hmm. You know, now the leak down test was good. If one cylinder was worse than the others, then we'd probably have to address that. And, and as you said, you probably end up rebuilding it at some point. But to get it out there this year, it's probably good enough. Yes. So uh, we'll, we're working on that. I'm, I'm confounded because – my life is really could be distilled down to this kind of exchange, which is there's the velocity event that's, I don't know, September, uh, October. October. And that's the uh, C production 2.5 Trans Am. That's the uh, get the different drummer 510 out there. Yeah. And then there's the uh, Rolex Historics, which is 100 years of Lamar. I guess they're celebrating, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's uh, get the 935 out there. And so we got to sign it up. And a couple of people that normally did 
were involved with the signups aren't here anymore. And uh, that would be Matt and Megan. So now it's time to re-sign up those cars. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying to young Vito, who's now the guy in charge of it, just go find the old paperwork on both cars and resubmit it. Because the paperwork is, and Vito is like, you ran a Porsche last time, but I'm like, it's a different Porsche. Yeah. This is a different, but you said a 911. No, this is a 935. And then you get into this. So you want to run the 935 at the velocity? No. 935 is at, is at, they're both at Laguna Seca. One's at the Rolex, and then the 510 is at the is the 510 a Porsche. And I'm like, all we got to do is get the old paperwork and just resubmit it because the paperwork is like, how much does the car weigh? You know, what size are the tires? Right, and, and or at it's least like transfer over some of the information. Why, Slightly different applications, but yeah, yes. But why are we recalculating both cars? It's it's somewhere. It's on someone's computer. It's been submitted. All the tire sizes, all the weights, all the fuel capacity, the engine displacement, the year the car was built. It's all somewhere. Yeah, it's all bio. written yeah. somewhere. Just go find it and then just put it on the new application. And then, then you get into, you know, Sean's checking the tire sizes. It's like, I don't want Sean checking the tire. It's all written down somewhere. Yeah. It's just on someone's computer. They have it over. Someone has it over at uh, the Rolex Historics or it's on our computer at the other shop or like go find the email or find the old paperwork. And then it's like, then you go over to the other shop and. Uh, Jose's weighing the tires from the 510. It's like, what is going on? It's like, well, you got to get this. We got to get the official particulars down. And I'm like, it's all somewhere. Where is it? But yeah. no one, no one, it, it's really not, knows not, where no it one, is. it's not that no one, it, no one really knows what, where, where it is, but it's also an element of no one's really down with the concept. Like, well, so yeah, so why, I went over there with Vito and we talked to Adam and we were like, do we have the paperwork? And he found some stuff. And But there was a little bit of confusion because the 935 hasn't run Rolex in a while. So I don't even really remember who submitted that originally. That could have been Rob, would have been could have been last time, mm-hmm. maybe Fondelier. So that was a little bit harder to find. And then the different drummer 510 was at a different event. Yes. And slightly different application. So I think there was some stuff about that car that we had, but not all of the details that was required. Mm. You know, so there's like a. I think he got. I don't think it's what I'm saying is I don't think he dug up zero information. I think he got thirty five percent of the information, forty percent of the information. So it's not completely ignored. I think there was a little bit of data transfer, but all right, I, I, yeah. I but I could, couldn't say for sure. I didn't get the paperwork. It was just. Uh, uh, Adam passed it along to Vito, and I think he got got some of it. All yeah. right, well, but look, he got it done, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, no, I think he did. You're, you're registered for velocity, for velocity. I saw that email. I think for for Rolex as well. Now, luckily for us, Ardell, who we've worked with many times before, she's great. She's handling the registration for both events. Yeah, and so she's like, I'll just. I'll help you out with both events. Let's just We have do a it. little bit of an in in that <laughs> it's the 100th anniversary of Le Mans. That car's got good Le Mans history. So oh, yeah, they're going to w- want it there. And it's going to be in display in like the museum paddock thing as well, the tent, you know. Yeah. I have a 
I have a um, I have a a, a a challenge for you, <laughs> but not a challenge. You know, I'm not questioning your your masculinity or anything <laughs> like that. But kind of a weird thing, and um, I don't know if Ben's working the computer. Yeah, or he's not. in there. He's in there. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I find myself uh, with Sean. And you go back and you 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 look at these old pictures and you look you you can find a lot of pictures of that car. Actually, the place to find a lot of old pictures is eBay because they sell a lot of old pictures. Like like eBay has ten pictures of that car at Watkins Glen for like the six hours of Watkins Glen. You know, right after it came back from Le Mans, I think. I think it had Ray Hall driving and, and Newman driving a six-hour sort of, you know, endurance race. At, mm. uh, and it came in, I think, same as Le Mans. I think it came in first in its class and second overall and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, and so you see these old pictures and you go, oh, they the marker lights for Le Mans mm-hmm. were still on the side of the door and or – um, this decal was over here and then that decal was over there. The thing that's weird about the car is the, the windshield visor sticker. Yeah. So on the car, it's, uh, it's black and it says, uh, you know, Dick Barber racing on it mm-hmm. right now. And I, I've, I saw some older pictures of the car, like at Lamar. And the visor sticker was silver or white, depending on who you ask. Could be, uh, if you ask Sean, he says white. If you ask me, I say silver. But a kind of silver white. And see, you see multiple pictures of the cars, like sitting in the pit at Le Mans. And it's got this silver white, um, I'll call it windshield visor sticker. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. And um, so I'm like... Huh. So I say to Sean, I go, uh, well, look at these pictures. You know, they're it's it's white. I don't know why you would restore a car like this at a, you know, you know, high end place and do it black when you have these pictures of, of the visor being white saying Dick Barber on there. What color is it on your your big model? Like the big Oh, that's a model. good. That's a good. That's a good question, and I, I think it is white or silver on that. But we'd have to find a picture of that. But so uh, I'm doing my favorite thing, which is uh, I'm over at the shop. I just go there on a Sunday, and uh, Sean goes there on a Saturday or Sunday, and he works. Mm-hmm. I go there. I turn on the '80s channel on Sonos and I crack a beer and I just sit there and just rifle through all your shit. I just, I just literally, <laughs> yeah, I, I literally just sit there. I sent uh, Patrick Dempsey a couple of emails. He sent me a couple of emails. Yeah. I take a picture of the turbos. Tell Patrick got the turbos back yeah, on yeah. the car. Then he says something, and then I sit go through there. some files, dig through some books. Yeah, I'll, dig I'll, into, you know, I'll just sit look there. at little details on the helmets and the racing suits. Yeah. That, that spark interest. I'll yeah. just sit there and drink. A beer mm-hmm. and uh i just sit there alone i put the 80s channel on i crack a beer and i'll like sometimes i'll like wander over to the bar and i'll just look at some old 
pictures of, you know, you know, see some old football trophy or something and just kind of look at it yeah. for a while. And then I'll wander back over and I'll find like, there's no game plan. I'll just grab like random shit like, oh, Paul Newman Oldsmobile slash Camaro. And I'll just open up the book and it's like, oh, he ran it at Pocono in 1989, blah, blah, blah. And then here's an old picture of whatever. And then, oh, here's an invoice of them rebuilding the six-cylinder engine. It's got a Holly 850 on there. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just stupid, just stupid stuff. Do you bust out the magnifying glass every now and then? Every once in a while, I'll get the loop out and go, what is it? So (laughs) at some point, you know, I'm on my second or third beer <laughs> I, I i wander over and i look at the people magazine and the people magazine is the uh, you know tribute to uh paul newman you know it's uh, you know 1925 to 2008 and i and i open it up and it's all you know movies 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 joanne 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 but at some point there's a car mm-hmm. and i open it up and it's a picture of the car at Le Mans with a black windshield visor mm-hmm. sticker on it. And on each side, a small, like four inch sacks, I guess, suspension yeah. sticker on the windshield visor. And then, so I, of course, take a picture of the magazine and I send it to Sean. And I'm like, what is this? How, why do we have pictures of it where it's white or silver? sitting in the pit and then i'm looking at this people magazine thing it's a black and white picture but it's black yeah those are the two colors you could figure out where did it where's it come from Mm -hmm. and then what are these two sack stickers on there and now do we switch it over like what do we do and then how do we how do we account for the fact that there's a bunch of pictures where it's silver white and then there's one where it's black all from Lama? All from Lama, all like at the same event. Did they change it for qualifying? Is this something to do with the camera and just the way color yeah. correction or something? And I I don't know. Could they have could they have replaced a windshield? Well, that's an interesting thought. That's why I was bringing I, I, I up to you. Yes, I don't exactly does... know back then what parts you're allowed to change. But well, if they came in through a long pit and a windshield was cracked, are you allowed to? Well, I would swap think. It? Yeah, I would think more so as um, I think we learn from maybe Ford v Ferrari, or maybe it's a 24 hour war. Maybe it's a 24 hour war. I can't remember if it's in Ford v Ferrari or not. Maybe it was my movie, but remember famously Ford like flew over like five windscreens, like in first class or some version of that for the GT 40. It's like there were a big enough company and had enough money and had enough wherewithal to just go, you need windshields. We'll put them on a Pan Am flight, put them in first class and fly them (laughs) over. over. Yeah. So this is interesting. Back then those windshields got a stake. Now you get nuts. Yeah, not even warm. <laughs> yeah. So what could happen is um, one could go out and do practice and do qualifying and have some nine, uh, I don't know, nine, not 917, but it would have been like a nine. 
56 or something or some something could blow past it on the Mulsanne string, mm-hmm. hit it with a pebble and crack the windshield. And then you could come in uh, after qualifying or whatever and change out the windshield, yeah. which had another which yeah, had another was already shade on a sticker on it. Right. And they. Yes, was what it was. Yeah, I mean, I was saying, you know, look, just because it's sitting in the pits doesn't mean that's not practice or qualifying or something, Mm -hmm. which it definitely could be. We can't tell from the picture if it's sort of mid-race or two days before the race or qualifying or whatever, whatever that is. But yeah, maybe they changed out the uh, windscreen. Interesting. So then how did it run during the race? Um, so Ben has found a picture of the car, which does not show the windscreen at, at all, mm-hmm. but shows every oh, other wait, part no, of the he's car. Got it. Now yeah. he's got it. So, so that's, we're looking at black. We're looking at black lettering with a sax sticker. There's a little sax, sax, there's the a sax yeah. car, right? Beautiful. Yeah. 935. And then maybe the sax is a suspension company. Uh, but then, Ben, you're going to find other pictures of that car where the windscreen okay, sticker is when do silver. we think this picture was taken? Why well, are all these people around? Is this the end of the race? This could be qualifying. You know, yeah. the, at the end of the race, there was a th- everyone came over the stands, you know, came over the fence and mobbed the car and everything. So this could easily be, this could easily be, you know, and then there's, you know, before this looks like before the race with a silver or white right. windscreen yeah, on the, there. The top of the windscreen, different. Yeah, thing. because now they got the California flag, they got the American flag draped out on the car. Like, okay, so the footage you have of of Newman and they're like, it was, it was you know, and they were like trying to tell him what place he was in and he didn't know what place he was in. Mm-hmm. That's arguably at the end of the race. Do we know? What the car looked like then. Well, Ben will find a picture of that car mid-race. Yeah. And then you'll go, all right, so this is from the race. And then and then yeah. we'll know. But it still, you know, two and a half beers in, you're sitting there going. It's driving you nuts. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Just, see, there, there it is during the race. With the white sticker. With the white sticker, and maybe Ben will blow it up, but the white sticker with... Dick Barber Racing, no sacks on no, the corners. No sacks on the yeah. corners, right? Right. So now we're back to the white sticker. Yeah. Right? We're back to the white sticker. But it does kind of make you wonder, whoever refurbished the car must have had a picture where it was black. Well, when they're redoing or the they're car... Or they're out of tape. Right. A when, white tape. When they're redoing the car... A lot of times you'll you'll go to the best quality photo you can find, mm-hmm. right? And you mm-hmm. go, oh, this is the car. Mm-hmm. This is a really good photo, right? Let's now we can see some details, right? But you don't really. N- nobody sits in their warehouse and drinks three beers and studies these things relentlessly <laughs> like you do. So I don't even think anybody restoring the cars does it as much as you do. So in the race, we've got. Uh, the white sticker, and it's raining. It's got the one windshield. Yeah, we can find a color. Ben will find a color picture. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then what happened to that weird sack sticker that was on there? I. I, That's a good question. It seems like it's easier to swap the windshield than it does the sticker. 
So yeah. Uh, you so know. <laughs> I think I think you're correct. I think they they showed up with a windshield and some spare windshields. Right. And uh, then they went out and, you know, it's a long bit of testing and qualifying and, and all that. And mm-hmm. at some point a pebble kicks up and you crack your windshield. Right. And then they swap it out. And the one they swap it out for has a different color shade on top than the one they originally showed up to the track with. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, right? Oh, here we go. Here's another one. That's got the white windshield. This is a color photo. I see the white banner. Yeah. Now there's a picture or two where it looks kind of silvery, but yeah. uh, although now it looks like he's not running the wheel covers, and, right? And I don't know why it looks black. I think it's just because they're moving so fast. But uh, the wheel covers, you would have thought. Yes, and the fans. The so fans. What, yep. what they did is, I'm guessing it started raining, right? Mm-hmm. And it started raining, and they, they came in for a tire change, and maybe the wets didn't have the fans on them. Right. And or, what do you need the fans for? It's pouring outside. Right. The speeds... So the wets wouldn't have to have the fans on them. So. The, the, the speeds have been brought down... 30%, right? And it's cold. Yeah. It's raining, right? So I would bet, see, there he is in victory circle yeah. with the white. See, and this is a good photo. Right. right? So now this we got to go crowd. back. You got to go to the white. We got to go back to the white. Your car is the black one? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you're rebuilding the car, take yeah. the fucking Get color the, picture yeah. from the winner circle. Uh, the truth is, if you're restoring the car, how do you not have this photo up there going, oh, this is the victory lane. Look at this thing. There's tons of people. Everyone's so happy. Yeah. And they got a white banner. <laughs> so um, so it would make sense that they would never put the wheel fan, and who the hell knows, but we'll we'll find out. They probably wouldn't put the wheel fans on the wets. I Yeah. That makes sense to me. So they probably showed up with X amount of slicks with wheel fans and then X amount of wets with no wheel fans. Mm -hmm. Again, the conceit is you've slowed the speeds down and it's raining. What do we need to cool the brake calipers for? They're sopping wet. Yeah. Right? Uh, So that's probably why there's pictures of the car with the wheel fans on and then from the race where they're just running the running the mags yeah yeah well yeah. there's a good picture See, now now ben's just proving your point again and again and he's finding all these great photos with the white banner yes yeah that's another great photo yeah all right that's all we need ben yeah. thank you very and the much the mirror's up high too yeah that's uh see the yeah the i've always thought about moving wait it. there's one high and one low yeah the the passenger side is down low the rear mirror and then uh it's about mid mid two thirds of the way up on the a pillar uh which has always bugged me but i've i've left it alone it was uh said to me by dick barber do not think i didn't ask about this mirror placement yeah it was said to me i think by dick barber that um paul going down the mulsanne straight at night did not like the headlights of the fast guys that were behind him in his face okay and somehow moving the mirror up the pillar prevented 
those headlights who are overtaking you or maybe just up your ass, yeah. especially some of the bigger, faster cars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could imagine going down, you know, four in the morning down Molson Strait when it's raining and just seeing this being hit hit with this high beam yeah. in your in your face, right? <laughs> yeah. So for some reason they moved the rear view mirror up the pillar and somehow that did something. I guess it worked, yeah. I guess, but then you kind of go, why didn't everyone do that? I don't know. Paul Newman's smarter than everyone else. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you about J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. So I hope you're smarter than everyone else and you <laughs> avail yourself of some J.B. Weld. Pros trust it. DIYers trust it. They all trust J.B. Weld. Use their epoxies, super glues, putty sticks, wraps for projects big and small on practically any surface. Metal, wood, plastic, glass, ceramics. Whatever you got to put together, hit it with the J.B. Weld. Keep it in your kitchen drawer, toolbox, uh, craft supplies, and, of course, your garage as well. They're also the proud owner of Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. If you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner, they got you covered. Available where? At jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advance Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, and more. You can go to Michael's as well. And, of course, J.B. Weld is proudly made in the USA. So don't throw it away. Fix it with J.B. Weld. What else is going on in the car world? You know, you're talking about Lamar, and I read recently that uh, Michael Fassbender, actor, is going to be racing at Lamar. He's, uh, he's there with Porsche, I think the Proton team with Porsche. And then I was like, you know, I, I heard he was a car guy. I heard he did some racing. I wasn't quite sure uh, how much he was into it. When I think – I think when I first heard about him racing, he was doing the Ferrari Challenge. Mm-hmm. But it turns out – I don't know why I didn't know this. I'm not sure why a lot of people didn't know this. But there is a YouTube series called Road to Le Mans on with Michael Fassbender. And it's him doing all of these events over the course of a couple of years, training and working his way up to Lama. He It's uh, on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. He did the uh, Porsche Super Sports Cup uh, in Germany. Um he ran a GT3 Cup car. He did the Porsche Mobile One Super Cup, uh, Porsche Carrera Cup. Um, yeah, a number of different events. It looks like uh, you can check out this whole series. Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, Lamont's coming up, right? Yeah. It's uh, this month. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because then Goodwood is mm-hmm. at the end of the month. So, it, yeah, it's coming huh. up. But I guess now we can kind of – Maybe check it out and dig into this. Um, dig into this series. Yeah, I'd love to see this. Maybe Ben can find the opening of it or something like that. Yeah, I'd be uh, curious to check see out it. Michael Fassbender Road to Lamar trailer on YouTube. See if you can find that. It's uh, there are three seasons on YouTube. How come we were not made aware of this? <laughs> I just don't know. Like the promotion wasn't strong enough, or it just felt like a little gimmicky. Like oh, you know, it's. It's Idris Elba doing a show with Ken Block, you know, and it's fun, but, you know, what is it really? And then, but it turned out, no, he's, uh, he was serious about it. Um, wow. Man, I'm really going to love watching this. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can get the. We'll see if we can, uh, let's see if we can run the trailer. I've just always felt drawn to going fast into a corner 
and fast out and just naturally felt connected to it. And now I want to go to the ultimate place. It's like a race car driver. Either with them, go for it. I think it's the history of the place. I think it's the drivers that crashed there, or competed there, or won there. To be a part of that would be, you know, unbelievable. And this is this is the beginning of it. Wow! Yeah, that looks pretty Gotta good. Gotta watch that. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Yeah, who knew? I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know either. It's but like I'm glad. Good... I'm glad you found out. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to check that out. We'll have to come back and sort of review that. Um, little little changing gears here. I just thought this was kind of funny. Um, there's been some interviews with with Farley recently talking about just how Ford is changing the model of things and stuff. But one of the things that came up was, you know the the F-150 Lightning coming out, you know, the big thing is, you know, you charge it, but then it can charge other stuff. And I don't know if this is just a, a dig or they're just looking for some PR, but when you buy a Lightning, it comes with a little Tesla adapter. So if you wanted to charge a Tesla off of your F-150, you can. And the Tesla, oh. so you're like, oh, for any stranded Teslas out there, don't worry. You can bring your F-150 out there, and the little $50 plug adapter comes with the truck. You could plug in your Tesla. You could plug in extra other electric cars as well. <laughs> That's nice. And, and I'm sure like, no one's going to use it other than YouTubers just to show that it works. But uh, Well, yeah. I see a lot more of those electric Mustangs out on the road Yeah, they're now, very popular. Which are... SUVs essentially, not Mustangs, mm-hmm. but they're under the Mustang banner. Those those things look nice. I don't know what their price point is. I don't know what they start at. High forties, yeah, low I 50s. think forty ish, and then can can go up when you get the GT Performance. It's package, a nice. Know, 70, it's a, it's a nice like. looking ride, and yeah. uh, you see a lot of them. You know, we're in SoCal, so you see more of them than you would in you know Iowa, but. Yeah, it's kind of kind of cool, and in a in a world of you know seven dollar ga- gallon gas and you know rolling blackouts and stuff like that, having some stored power is a is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing, especially yeah. especially out here. And uh, look, uh, a world where uh, you know the dad was driving the Lightning and the mom had the Mustang, uh, electric Mustang. You could hop a charge off of off of Dad's lightning. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of cool. Listen, if you're out in the in the Mach E all day, and then you guys go meet up at you know, you know, at a basketball game or an event or something, and you know, you roll up in the fresh lightning. Yeah, while you're there for two hours, why not? Want to give a little extra juice, add a couple miles to the Mach E while you're, or their Tesla or the whatever. Now, would they say? Would would Ford? I mean, it's a kind of a fun little dig at Tesla. But would they go? No, that's just an adapter for the home charging station. 
No, there it's it's to plug in the car into the truck. Yeah, it's specifically yeah. for that. And, and, and I mean, what I'm saying is, there's no plausible deniability where they'd say where they could say, well, yeah, wink, wink, that's what we're doing. But you, we branded as an adapter for the home charger. They, they're not hiding it. They they're straight up just it. said, you know, we 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 include multiple adapters with the Lightning and the Tesla, and like in case there's a stranded Tesla and you want to help help a brother out. Do, do they <laughs> do they have any specs on how like? Well, f- how fast could you give that Tesla so, thirty miles? Yeah, so that's the thing. I don't. I don't know about how charging the Tesla because the other thing is people going, well, why don't I just plug in my lightning into my lightning, right? And you're like, well, because I think it takes more energy to charge the lightning than it would be, you, you know, like if plug you just – Plug your lightning into your lightning? Yeah, just take the, the plug from the bed of the truck and move it around to the front into the lightning and the fender of the lightning. And, and you know, people are obviously joking going, right. I'll never have to charge it again. It's an right. infinite yeah. loop. I right. just keep going around in circles. What if I right. could just drive around that way? Right. And cut, you know, but I don't – it's obviously not going to work that way. And the the rate of charge is probably nowhere near how much power it uses to charge it, right? So you can't what, – yeah. what's not going to happen is you're not going to have 300 miles on your lightning – Give a Tesla 10 miles and you've got 290 on the Lightning, right? It's never right. going to equate that way. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you would just plug your Lightning into itself all the time. Yeah. It's probably going to you know, take you know, half the battery to give the Tesla 10 miles. I don't know what the, the number is going to be. I don't know, Ben, if you can find that. I don't know. I don't know if it exists. I, people are just going to start doing testing. They're going to figure it out. All the YouTubers and, you yeah. know, and magazines, and they're all, they're all just going to be like, let's see what happens. How long does it take to, to charge a Tesla or a Mach-E or whatever? Mm-hmm. Right, and those cars we're finding, of course, is they are different efficiency levels. It does take more power to charge one of those cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rivian, for example, does take a lot more juice, you know, off the grid to charge, mm-hmm. you know, than it does. But I yeah. thought that was kind of a that's kind of cool. It's kind of a fun little thing. Look, it's they're getting a lot of buzz about it, and everyone's talking about it, and that was worth. The price of a bunch of adapters that no one's going to use. It was a fun little idea. And then you get the peace of mind going, well, I do have it if I want it. Yeah, I'm wondering. Uh, Ben's not seeing any numbers, but probably. I'm just curious, like, if a Tesla was literally stalled and it yeah. was nine miles from its home charger. Yeah. yeah. Would it take a half hour? Well, I mean, I you can find out. Uh, ben, twenty miles of range for one hour of testing. Sorry, so I guess if you if you charged it for an hour, so I guess my nine miles and half hour was about right. Probably about right. Yeah, I mean, if you've got the lightning and you've got the two forty plug, and then I don't remember what the amperage is on it. If it's a forty amp or something like that, and then you can just find out how long does it take to charge a Tesla on a two forty forty amp and you know, it's probably similar to that. You know? 20 miles of range in a half hour. So that's lightning to Tesla, Ben, or maybe that's not. Either way, it's funny, it's cool, and, and I yeah. think it, you know, has some practical application, probably not a lot. Yeah. I mean, this is more of a, you know. It's a PR thing. It's a PR thing than, than anything else. But um, but the, the, the other thing I wanted to, to quickly bring up was, the model that we've been talking about of, of 
purchasing cars is going to change over time. We've 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 mentioned it a few times, especially especially during the pandemic and cars like Tesla and Lucid and Rivian and all of them are just order. You just order it and you get it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what Ford is saying now. Jim Farley is saying um his EVs, like his, his Mach-E and his Lightning, they're going to go to that model. They're just going to be like, you order it, you get it. But also, you don't go to the dealer and haggle, and you don't get a markup either. Like, it's right. just the price. Right. Eventually, the other cars might follow this model. Uh, and then he was saying, well, the dealers will effectively become service, customer service centers. That's where you take delivery of your vehicle. Maybe that's where you shop and feel the different materials, maybe test drive a vehicle. But then ultimately, you just order it from the manufacturer, and you get it serviced or delivered to you at, at the dealer. Mm-hmm. You know, But going to that sort of one rate, one price, no more haggling, no more feeling yeah, yeah. I nutty think, at the dealer. Like yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's uh... – that was Saturn's model <laughs> 28 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right, just yeah. like, just go. Saturn was like the first, their, no their model, price, their like commercial just just was pay. just, that's that's what it is. Yeah. All right. You can go to uh, com. Live shows coming up uh, all over, coming up in Denver, I think uh, the 23rd, 24th. Comedy Works South, if uh, memory serves. But you can go to AdamCurl.com for all the live stuff, books coming up, blah, blah, blah. What do you got, man? Uh, you know, I was also driving the Nissan Pathfinder, so um, I talked about that on the show with Goldberg. I'll post some photos up on my social media. You guys can check that out. So, till next time, Adam Carroll for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Would you love to save money on insurance? Well, of course. Who doesn't love a good deal? Well, when it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, GEICO can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even homeowners, condo, and renters coverage. Save even more with a special discount when you bundle coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-hour roadside assistance, and the switch to GEICO becomes a no-brainer. Switch today and see how you can save. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent.